Welcome to the GeoMob podcast, where we discuss geo-innovation in any and all forms, be it for fun or profit. Stephen, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm great, Ed. I'm great. How are you? Where are you, first of all? I am in central Germany, in uh, in rural central Germany, uh, literally in central Germany, in that in our town here, the um, one of the claims to fame is that the center point of Germany is here in the town of Heiligenstadt, um, which is where my family is from. So it's great. It's nice to be here. Um, summer is drawing to a close. We're kind of in the final week of holiday before school starts. Uh, and it's been a great summer. We were in Berlin for um, first we were in the U.S., then we were in Berlin for the last uh, four or five weeks. It was a great time. I saw lots of people, um, lots of friends, but uh, also many friends from uh, the geo world. So a big hello to everyone uh, in Berlin. Um, and actually, what some of the people I, I met contacted me because of they had. Um, you know, heard me on the podcast. So, um, and I'm hoping I have several interviews lined up with interesting Berlin based people great, in the great. coming weeks and months. So how about you? How was your summer? Summer's been quiet, but very good. You know, I mean, it's very nice to be in London when not many people are around, you know, so, you know, places aren't too crowded. It's been great. It's been great. You know, the weather's been pretty bearable. Well, apart from those couple of exceptionally hot days, it's been very nice. Um, you know, so we've had a good time, seen lots of friends and, uh, yeah, it's been a good time. Done a little bit of work, more work than you probably, which is not how it's meant to be since I'm retired. I I have been working as little as possible over the last, uh, six weeks or so, which is one of the joys, I guess, of having your own business. So, but it's pretty impressive if you can be away for two months and the business keeps running. And I'm well, guessing- you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not fully away. Of course, I, I, you know, I check email and stuff and deal with anything urgent. But we haven't been, um, haven't really been burning the midnight oil over the summer. Um, so it's interesting. There are people who check email and people who go on holiday and really don't check email. Yeah. Um, my my wife is more like that. I I'm not able to do that. No. So um, me neither. So, um, yeah. Anyway, anyway. A, a bit of a, a few um, admin topics we should discuss, Stephen, before we before anything else. So first of all, of course, everyone should be aware of our next London event. the The date is set. It's the 28th of September. We will once again be back at Geovation. So a big thank you to them for hosting us. And I will um, be there. Because I made a, a total calendar klutz up, um, just chaotically stupid on my part, but I won't be there. Um, well, then we, we will drink some Dio beers for you. Okay. Um, but we do have we have some we have four very good speakers lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, so should be some good talks and ho- I'm hopeful we can schedule one more in the meantime. So everyone in London, 28th of September, we will see you at Geovation that evening. Please sign up on the site. Um, and speaking of the site, the one other thing, one, one project that I was hoping would be done by now, but unfortunately got delayed, uh, is the redesign of the Geomob website. So we're kind of, um, I have been, I have a designer, and we're going to do kind of a bit of a refresh of the website um, because, you know, right now, right now the website kind of looks like it was, you know, designed by me in about 2011, which is exactly what happened. It was exactly designed by you in 2011. Exactly. Um, so 
gonna gonna spruce it up a little uh, you know nothing radical of course the main thing is just um make it simple for people to find the relevant content but if anyone has any suggestions or um ideas of what we need to change or things that they think are lacking um so you know shoot, shoot us an email or get in touch somehow and uh and and let me know so okay. but i'm hoping to have that done before well but you know by the by the time of the 20 the event on the 28th so. okay okay and then we've got um a geomob in tel aviv on november the 6th okay where i can announce that we've got uh a very prestigious speaker mr edward parsons oh nice is oh, coming nice. to tel aviv to talk to us which is going to be fun um I really had to persuade him for nearly 15 seconds before he agreed to come right. to Tel Aviv. Um, it was a hard call. Um, so, yeah, that that's going to be fun. And it also means I'll get to uh, spend some time showing him around the city and everything as well, which will be fun. So looking forward to that. Enjoy, enjoy. Um, you got one in Barcelona coming? We're not sure. So we will do one in Barcelona, um, you know, pre-Christmas. Uh, not sure exactly when. Probably maybe the end of October, I'm thinking. So, uh, of course, that presumes we have speakers who volunteer. So um, anyone out there who has an interesting project who wants to speak in any of these cities, please get in touch. Um, to include, obviously, you don't need to be based there. If you want to come, you know, if you want a, a trip to Barcelona, um Combine, combine speaking at Geomob with uh, a bit of holiday or whatever. Come on down. Um, we'll see. And then the other thing is, um, you know, having spent the last couple of weeks in Berlin, I, I met with many different people. Many people asked about when or if we would be doing a Geomob Berlin. Uh, to include, um, someone has volunteered to kind of be the on-the-ground uh, organizer. And so one of my tasks as once once I'm fully back in work mode next week is to get get that ball rolling. And I'm hopeful we can have a first Geomob Berlin you know in the in the next in the next few months. So okay. so you know, watch this space, get on the newsletter if you're not yet on the newsletter and all will be there. And obviously we'll talk about it more in upcoming episodes. So, so there's an opportunity to now start talking about geomob tourism yes because you know just assuming you don't live in any of our geomob cities you could hop on a plane and come to london to visit london and get to see a get to sit in on a geomob then you could possibly jump on a plane to barcelona and fabulous city and then move on to tel aviv and then finish up in berlin um you, you certainly could. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, well, as I said, as I said, and also if you want to, you know, it is a kind of marketing channel for your project or whatever. So, um, yeah. you know, for a startup or whatever, if they want to come meet the local scene and, and present their project, come on, let's do it. So. So great. Um, and we've also just had state of the map and phosphagy in Florence, which was apparently quite amazing because overall, I think they had something like sixteen hundred people at the two events. I I felt I was I, I was unable to attend, but um, yeah, I followed along on Twitter. Looked great, lots of great pictures. Uh, people seem looks like a lot of great talks and things. I'm looking forward to the videos. Um, yeah, looked like it was a fantastic event. And you you had the clever idea of. Um, 
crowdsourcing some commentary. I indeed, well, we'll see whether it's a clever idea. I had the idea, uh, reached out to a lot of my phosphor G friends and said, just record me a clip, anything from one to three minutes on whatever you like. Um, and they're starting to come in and hopefully by next week, we'll be able to put something together um, and we will have a sort of man on the man or woman on the ground um, experience of phosphor G that we'll be able to put out on the podcast. So uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hey, Vinny, thanks for everyone who kind of who sent in a clip, and uh, I'm, I'm, I am curious to see how it goes. Uh, and I'm very thankful I'm not at all going to be involved in the audio editing. That is going to be your. <laughs> It's going to be your, your cross to bear, Stephen. No, well, no, no, I think uh, let's give a shout out to our man, Fred. Um, to, the, to our editor, Fred. Thank yeah. you, Fred. Yeah, for Fred, your work. thank you for everything you do for us. You do a fantastic job. And if anybody needs a podcast editor, shout out for our man, Fred, because he is fantastic. Yes. So. Um, what, other, what other news you got? How are things at Mapperie? Ah, so as we record this, I got um, a calendar alert reminding me that I have to do the annual birthday post for Mapri because next week, 6th of September, which may be last week by the time this podcast goes out, but anyway, 6th of September is the fourth anniversary of our first post for, for Mapri. So that's quite something that we've kept it going for four years. Um, just under a thousand posts in four years. Um, I don't know, something like 1,500, 1,800 images. It's, yeah, it's quite something. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Very uh, cool. And of course, you're going to be talking about this. Yeah. You, you uh, uh, at the upcoming... Uh, British Cartographics yeah. Society. Yeah. Ken Field and I um, are back in a double act. The last time we did a double act was insulting the previous president of the United States. Um, I'm not sure that this is going to be quite as explosive as that was, but um, yeah, we're doing a talk about Mapri and how we started some of the our favorite posts. I mean, that's been a fantastic thing, you know, just looking through um, all of these posts and sort of realizing that some of them are meh and some of them are, you know, you look at them and yeah, they're pretty much the same as another one, but then there are some exceptional things that come in. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, so yeah, that was great. Um, what about you? What's happening with open cage? Uh, well, as I said, you know, it's we've been on holiday and, and not much. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the burdens of having your own businesses, you're, you're, you're always thinking about it. Uh, and one of the big challenges has been the marketing uh, and thinking about the marketing and how with our, our very limited resources, how can we, um, you know, make the brand known and get it known, uh, you know, particularly when we're competing, our, our biggest competitor is Google Maps, who, you know, so how can we compete against a giant like that? Um, so, but we've come up with some, some, some clever ideas, I hope. Uh, one of which is we're going to be doing an interesting um, advertising campaign in conjunction with uh, my good friend, Daniel, who hosts the Mapscaping podcast. So, 
I don't want to go into all the details yet because it's not fully finalized, but um, hopefully that will kind of um, reach fruition in, in the coming in the coming weeks and months and and i hope people like it and uh and uh, you know we hope it can generate some some buzz so um yeah mapscaping is an excellent podcast for anyone out there who uh, yeah. once you are done listening to the geomob podcast give a uh, give give the old mapscaping podcast a listen if you don't already so um but let's see that could be a fun project so been brainstorming that and other kind of marketing ideas basically yeah is what we've been up I to. wonder whether so. we could do, um, I don't know what we could do with uh, Daniel. And I know you've interviewed Daniel, haven't you? Or not? Have you interviewed Daniel? Sorry, Stephen, you're, you're breaking up. Can you repeat that? Okay. Have you, have you interviewed Daniel of Mapscaking on the podcast? I have interviewed Daniel from Mapscaping. He was he was a guest. I've yeah. been on I have been on his podcast. Um, and he's been I think on twice ours. actually. Yeah. And he's been on ours. He's been on ours. And now, of course, he spoke at GeoMob yeah. in June in London. Um, but uh, let's see. He has some after after when I when I saw him in June. Uh, he and I hung out for a bit, and he has some very interesting ideas of things that he's working on. Um, so I, it definitely, definitely something worth watching. Um, he, I think he's going to be doing some very clever things in the coming, okay. in the coming weeks and months. So it's cool to see all the innovation in the yeah. podcasting space uh, and in the geo space. I mean, now there are several very, very interesting ones. Um, and it's great. Yeah. And just in case Daniel's listening, can I just say, Daniel, we got Jack Dangerman. It's not. It's not a competition, Stephen. I know, but <laughs> but well, okay, Stephen. Let's talk about this because actually, the Jack Dangerman interview came out in May or whenever. Yeah. And after that, we had the Geomob, a uh, uh, Geomob in Barcelona and a Geomob in London, and numerous people commented to me about it. And frankly, people want to know why you were so soft on him with your questions. You know, why were you not forcing him to admit that QGIS is better? Um, you know, why did you not, you know, you had him in the sights and you, you chose to let him kind of, you know, wander out. So I never had him in the sights. I was completely overwhelmed. Um, I mean, it wasn't an interview. It was me hanging on by my fingernails to the microphone, trying to get a word in every 10 minutes. Um, and if anybody wanted me to be this sort of sharp, um, questioning interviewer, I failed completely. You know, I just couldn't do it. Um, yeah. But I still think it was an interesting thing to listen to him. Um, yeah. It was an intriguing discussion, yeah. but that being said, uh, you know, we've had many interesting discussions here on the show, but I, at Mapscaping, Daniel also does a great job. He with, does a great know, job. Many, many he does a great job. Interesting discussions. So, and um, when I finished listening to all of your episodes, because I never listen to my own episodes, but I usually listen to, to the ones that you've recorded, um, yeah. Daniel is my next go-to person. So, Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, what um, what else do we have to discuss here, Stephen? I feel like, to be honest, I don't have a I don't have a huge backlog of work issues to to rant about. Frankly, just because I haven't been working that much, so. Uh, 
So, all right, I've got one for you just to throw one in, right? Because we're both investors. Yes. Um, and we co-invest together and sometimes we invest separately. But even when we invest separately, we talk a lot about our investments to each other. So um, it just occurred to me how important it is for founders to be talking to their early stage investors um, and how, you know, the difference that we observe in the success rates of the founders who um, who regularly update their investors and the founders who go completely quiet in between fu funding rounds. Yeah, this is one of the you know, so so the investment that that I'm doing and, and you're doing is typically very early stage, not massive amounts of, of money. So uh, as such, of course, then the ownership in the company is quite small, and I don't feel in a position to, uh, you know, if you own half a percent or one percent of a company, you know, you can't really bang on the table and demand a lot of things, right? No. Um, but the one thing I do. Always ask uh, nicely for uh, and and try to make the case for is that exactly that the that the founder especially if it's founders uh, multiple um, send an update once a month um, and the case I always make there is it's not because I want to review the plan it's just I want to make sure there is a plan and and. Uh, you know, sometimes, of course, I can add input to the plan if it if if my experiences are relevant, but often they're not. You know, or is, is some area of expertise. But the the main thing is what what it's so critical is you want to see uh, again if there are multiple founders. The worst case scenario in a business if founder A is going to the left and founder a, B is going to the right. Yeah, that's not going to work at all, right? So the 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 mere act the the fact that once a month they have to get together and agree on you know, we're going in this direction or this is what we're working on, this is what we're not working on. You know, they may or may not be working on the correct thing, but at least they're working together. And if it turns out it's not the correct thing, then okay, maybe, you know, two months later or whatever, we switch and go in the other direction. But, but you know, there needs to be a plan. Um, and and, and, you, and if, if someone is communicating with you regularly and saying, you know, here's the plan, here's why we did this, here's how this worked out, you know, it turned out... This was a big success, but this this idea didn't pan out. You know that that's then you build up trust with the, the as a as an investor you build up a lot of trust in the founders, um, and then when they come, you know when when the next funding when, when the hard times come or whatever when the, when the next funding round is on the table, you're much more inclined to to say okay well you know I I understand that the journey to get to this point has been and you know I have confidence. But if you hear nothing, you assume the worst. Yeah. You absolutely assume the worst. So, But the other thing that, and I know from talking to founders that I've invested in, um, the process of sitting down for a quarter of an hour, half an hour, once a month, and just writing up a few key performance indicators, a little bit of commentary. You know, we're not talking about a lot of words. We're talking about a page of the equivalent of a page of paper. Um, they find that incredibly valuable just to take stock of what they achieved in the month and what they want to achieve in the next month. You know, um, well, the, the ones who don't do that are just living in the maelstrom the whole time. They're never 
stepping out of it and thinking about what they're doing. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, and and this is, um, I, and as you know, I'm, I'm not just saying that. Actually, for for my own business, yeah. Open Cage, I mean, we we don't have any investors, but we still do this every every month, and we send send a one page email to kind of a group of advisors, you know, including including yeah. yourself, Stephen, and. Um, you know, we, 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 the, the main benefit is just the act of us having to agree and, and track the key metrics and things like that. But we do often get useful feedback um, yeah. from, from the different advisors. And sometimes it might just be, it might not be tangible feedback. It might just be, you know, good wishes or uh, whatever. But, but it's, it's, um, it's helpful. It's very, very helpful. Yeah. And the other point that's very, very interesting now, I've noticed. Having done this for several years, having run our business for several years, it's, you know, once a year or so, we go back and we look at the old updates and we look at, oh, where were we four years ago? Where were we five years ago? And that's also actually very interesting to see, you know, what were the problems we were grappling with then, how far we've come, having a tangible reminder of, oh, you know, this yeah. is what the revenue was five years ago or whatever. Look at how far we've come. And Absolutely. You know, I mean, when you... Very useful. You, know, you may not hit the target that you set yourself for the coming quarter or the, this year or whatever it is. But if you just stop for a minute and look back five years and see five years ago, we were a quarter of the size of what we are. Um, it's, ve it's very important to have some context about the journey that you're on with us, with a small business. Uh, very true. Very so, true. Uh, so a little bit of, you know, for any founders out there who are listening to us, um, regardless of whether we happen to be investors in your business or not, this is a bit of advice. Doing that little monthly update for your investors, but mainly for yourself, is such a good thing to do. Um, can't yes, recommend yes. it highly enough. Well, and I also can't stress enough, it, it, this should not be some big complicated exercise, you know, uh, uh, going through all the accounts and everything. It should be really one page and it should have, uh, you know, in our update, I think we have two numbers or three numbers maximum. Like it's not, and that in itself is also an exercise, figuring out what are the two or three key numbers in my business that, that are, and everything else, everything else is just supporting logic of those key numbers. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I could go on and on about this. Uh. Yes, I, 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 of course, obviously, there's a, a, a subplot here of one particular company that, um, nah. but, but we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll leave, leave it, it at that. that. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's a great thing to be doing. So are we done? I think we are. I think we are. I think there's no reason to stretch it out. Um, I hope everyone uh, had a great summer. And uh, I, I've recharged my batteries. I'm excited to get back to work. I'm excited also to get back um, to the, you know, having the GeoMob events. I'm looking okay, forward to seeing thing. everyone in London. One more what thing. Do you got? One more thing. Questions. Oh, question. Right. Um, so here's a thought for everybody out there listening to us. What we thought might be a fun, interesting, challenging thing to do would be to take a few questions at the end of our monthly episode that we record together. Roughly once a month, Ed and I record an episode, and we thought it might be fun if some of you sent us some questions. So 
between now and the next time, and we'll put a call out on Twitter also just to remind you, if you've got a question you'd like us to answer, a topic you'd like to, us to talk about for a couple of minutes, uh, might be serious, it might be business, it might be technical. If it's technical, Ed will answer it. Um, and Or it could just be some quirky thing where you want, you know, like long lat versus long lat long. Um, whatever it is, send us in your questions and... Hashtag GeomobPod, um, and we'll include them on the next episode. Look forward yeah, to I'm hearing. Curious, I'm curious to see what, what people submit. Um, and actually, uh, this is one of the things, one of the issues in the redesign of the website is making it easier for people to submit questions, submit things like that. So there'll be a form on the site where you can kind of submit your questions. So, um, But meanwhile, you can, of course, contact us and, and get your question to us. So Okay. Um, all right. Um, good to see you, Stephen. And, good to uh, see you. Welcome back, welcome even back, though you're I not guess. quite back. Um, but welcome back when you get back. You'll be back by the time we're published. Okay. Take care. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today and listening to the GMOP podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed the discussion. Please don't hesitate if you have any feedback for us or any um, suggestions for topics that we should uh, cover in the future. You can get the show notes over on the website, which is at thegeomob.com. While you're there, if you're not yet on the mailing list, please do get on the mailing list where we once a month send out an email announcing future events, summarizing past events, and just generally sharing uh, events that you may find of interest. Um, you can also, of course, follow us on Twitter, where our handle is geomob. Um, you can follow Steven at Steven Feldman. You can follow me at Freifogel. Um, you can check out Mappery at mappery.org. And of course, if you need any geocoding, please check out my service, which is opencagedata.com. We look forward to you joining us again at a future episode and of course, seeing you at a future GeoMop event. Hope to see you there soon. Bye.